Hi, good evening, family. I'm Daryl, food addict and compulsive overeater. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share with you. I do appreciate that. And uh, those in the family know me from the moderator on Tuesday night and a longtime member. I'll give you a little bit of qualification. I don't spend too much time in what it was like. Um, I, I can tell you it was miserable, and uh, and I qualified for, for my seat here tonight um, by way of uh, my top weight at 355 pounds. I came into the program at 57 years old through another program uh, of which uh, 90 days earlier I had uh, stood up in a room and and uh, and used the my name and my my condition as an addict in the same sentence and I was relieved from a uh, 40-year marijuana addiction um, never to have returned and uh, at that time, I was about 325 pounds down from 355, and I was—I knew that I was getting ready to fire Jenny Craig for the third time. And uh, on my way to an MA meeting that night, I thought, you know, gee, this thing worked pretty good by, uh, you know, uh, being transparent and telling the group who I am, and and not necessarily, uh, um, uh, you know. That uh, um, uh, of what I am, but you know who who I am, and and I I'm Daryl, I'm an addict. I'm and that evening I said that I was a compulsive overeater, and at 325 pounds, you know, I mean, in my mind, uh, you know, I I had just come down, you know, uh, 30 pounds, uh, um, and I thought I was all of that, but I knew that I was I was going to eat again, and. Uh, and uh, so I, I, I ventured out and I said, you know, I'm Daryl, I'm an addict and I'm a compulsive overeater. And I'll never forget that night because at the end of the meeting, a gal walked up to me and she put her phone in front of me and she said, that was me 10 months ago. And I couldn't recognize her. And uh, she was a, 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 at that time during the picture, she was a bohemian and had lost a lot of, uh, of weight. And I said, really, I, amazing how did you do it and she said come to find out i had an allergy to sugar and flour and uh, that struck up a a curiosity for me because i knew that uh, um, through years of dealing with nutrition that uh, uh, things that we crave are are usually um, uh, uh, attracted to by way of, of some sort of an allergy so when she came out and said come to find out I had an allergy to sugar and flour. It was curious. We talked a little bit after the meeting, and she invited me the next night to my very first OA meeting. It was an OA 90 meeting, and I showed up, and I'll never forget that night. I I can recall uh, the row I was sitting in, the chair that I was sitting in, and I can recall the whole meeting. I met my original sponsor that night, and I re- I remember saying to myself, you know, I think I can do this. I I thought the no sugar, no flour was a little crazy talk, and uh, but I figured, you know, I was, again, ready to fire Jenny Craig for the third time, and I figured I could try this for 30 days, and, uh, you know, um, I could always hire Jenny Craig back, and uh, but I, 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 had, I had been blessed that night, and through the gift of desperation, I was able to um, feel the magic in the room. And uh, again, um, I had just gone through uh, 
close to 90 days of another program. And, and, I, and, I, and, and I had buckled down on that program. I was attending a meeting every night. I was running a business. I was away from my wife. I was uh, sacrificing those things because I did not want to smoke marijuana again. And I had been relieved for the first time for that period of time, the compulsion to smoke it. Um, so I, it was easy for me to feel the magic in the room that night when I heard my story from the sponsor. Uh, I looked at his pictures, and uh, and I knew that I could I could give this a shot. So I I that I spoke to him that night. He took me uh, on a phone call the next morning. Uh, I prepared. Uh, I gave up sugar and flour immediately. I prepared my home. I went out and did my shopping list. I looked at his food plan. Uh, I looked at the program and the template. I saw that I needed to make this many calls, attend this many meetings uh, to build an outreach uh, community uh, on my own and to read this many pages of the big book. And he had me actually write my own personal feelings on the big book paragraph by paragraph. And that I kind of resented uh, in the beginning because it, it took me a lot of extra time, and I had to figure out uh, how to uh, – I had to engineer my day to figure out how I was going to fit recovery into my program. And now that I look back at it, I'm glad that I did because, uh, uh, again, uh, you know, I realized that, um, that it was the principles in the program and the principles in the steps that were, that were, were going to change the way that I viewed um, my my life and my acceptance of life on life's terms. And the more that I read that big book, and by the time I got to page 83 at the bottom of the page, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, um, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. And, and I began to go on and read that into page 84 about how we will cease fighting it as if it were, we recoil from it as if it were a hot flame. And, and then again, you know, in the second paragraph of uh, page 85 where it says, and, and, and as long as we are in a fit spiritual condition, and I started to realize, you know, it, it, it was the spiritual malady that was my problem. And it wasn't the food. It, it was, it, it was, it was, uh, it was going to the refrigerator opening it and seeking a spiritual solution. And, 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 and the seeking of the spiritual solution and having that, that, that God-shaped hole in me led me to 50 years of, of, of running from life on life's terms, uh, whether or not I want to you know, get into self-psychoanalysis and, you know, the my, the separation of my parents and whatnot. I hear a lot of that on these phone calls. I, I don't go there. I take responsibility for all that and understand that how if I'm going to have recovery and I'm going to have uh, peace and serenity in my life, then then I knew that I needed to get busy with the steps because – I, I later studied uh, Bill W. and 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 in regards to uh, when when by the time he had written that that uh, the first 164 pages by the time he was halfway through he wrote we will cease fighting it we will recoil from it like a hot flame see that says to me that he got recovered it wasn't the drink that he was he was battling with what he was battling with was his 
emotional sobriety, you see. And that's why he goes on to write in the rest of the big book, these, these lays out these 12 principles in these 12 steps of, of honest openness and, and, uh, and transparency in terms of how to get there and, and, and to, to, uh, uh, to make amends and to uh, the 10th step work uh, in terms of taking personal inventory and, and quickly and promptly um, making amends for that. And making amends is not necessarily a sorry, it's I was wrong. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make that uh, different for you. And, I, and, and I'm going to give you the permission to let me know that. And so uh, one of the, the very first things that on my amends list was to me. I needed to make amends to me. I needed to make amends for all those years on what I did to my body. Today, I still struggle with the fact that I carry so much weight that I now have stenosis in my spine. And, and I want you to know that um, over this last two months, uh, three months, I have turned my life upside down. I moved after uh, almost 40 years in California and 30 years of a professional life that I, I lost uh, to COVID. And um, and realize that uh, you know that life was going to be different for us now. And my wife and I started looking at what we were going to be able to do with the rest of our lives. And I decided to pull my stakes in California and come to Arizona. And I sold two homes and and all of my 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 toys and whatnot. And I decided to buy a house in Arizona. And I did all of that in two months. And my life is upside down. So if, if, is it any surprise to anyone when I say to you, this has been a tough year. This has been a tough few months. This for me has been a tough week. This for me has been a tough day. But I didn't have to eat over it. And I'm not going to eat over it because there are things in my program that I won't negotiate with. Number one, my food plan. It's in my DNA. Number two, the call to my sponsor. He can set his clock to that. Number three, taking a look at literature every day and getting into a fit spiritual condition. I'm in an area now where there are a lot of meetings. Seven years ago, I moved out of an area where there were a lot of meetings to an area where there were no meetings or relatively none, at least not in the program that I knew and that I, pro that I practiced. But I didn't negotiate with those three cornerstones, weighing and measuring, three meals a day, following my food plan, calling my sponsor and getting into a fit spiritual condition. I'm, I'm excited about the fact that I live in an area here in Arizona now where there are a lot of meetings. I know I need to do it. I've got 10 years now, and I know that the snakes are starting to crawl in me. I need to pay attention to those things that weren't in my recovery over the last seven years that I need to step up, and it's fellowship, it's family. I've, one of the reasons why I've monitored this 100-pounder meeting for as long as I have, and I've maintained 125-pound uh, um, uh, weight release, is, is my connection to family because I needed that. I needed to have that community in my life. I needed to, have, to, to continue to have the brothers and the sisters that I, that I had grown in community with my first four years in the program 
well, that I didn't have in the last six years of my program, see? So I, I, I've held on to that moderating that Tuesday night meeting because that was an important part of my recovery. Just as when somebody asked me to come on and qualify for a meeting, uh, this was a tough day for me. Did, I, did my mind say, you know, may, and I, 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 I didn't have it in my calendar. So I got a gentle reminder on that, and I thought, my God, today, after this week, and after, you know, the, the, I'm not sure I can do this, but I know that it was my, my higher power, who I call my Lord and Savior, that said, Daryl, this is what you were asked. This is what you committed to. This is what you need to do. And you need to do that not just for yourself, but you need to do that for your family. You need to do that for your community. Because if I can't do a little bit of step 12 work, and how am I, how am I, how am I supposed to assume that my step 10 work that I, that I have to do, and sometimes reluctant, reluctantly, uh, that I have to do will be of any benefit to me if I can't then give it over and give it up and and let it go and be of service to others. My step three prayer every morning is, God, remove me of the bondage of self so that I can better do your will, so that I can be of service to others, Father. How, 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 can, I, how can I expect all of that to work if, I, if I'm not willing to give of myself and my time uh, to an important part of my program, which is my family, and my community. I'm so grateful for that. So I talk about solution, and I talk about the spiritual solution. I know that uh, I've studied relapse, and I know that it's self-will run riot, and I know that men have a very difficult time with that. I find that women in this program are, are have, have, have a very strong sense of recovery and have a very strong sense of, of, of uh, commitment to recovery and, uh, and less self-will than than men do in this program. So when I found that out and started to uh, understand that, I realized that relapse and struggle in program was mostly about self-will run riot. So, uh, so I, I, I came I came to believe that had had all of us, including the men in the program, that 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 could be struggling or or returning to program or having a hard time fitting uh, fitting recovery into their lives because. Most men want to fit their fit, fit, find a way to have recovery fit into their lives rather than than uh, uh, fitting their life into recovery. And the men that I sponsor who who fall out and after a month or two or three months and I don't hear from them anymore, are, I I see that they're trying to do that. They're they're trying to fit um, uh, find a way that they can take a program and fit it into their lives. Well, if 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 I was able to do that, I'd still be 355 pounds. I had to fit my life into this program. This program is defined for me. It gives me steps. It gives me rails. It gives me a path um, that, that I can follow. And it gives me a family and a community that, that I can be held accountable to and that I can serve, you see. So what I found out was is that if most people came into this program instead of seeking a diet, instead of seeking a solution to their weight problem, instead of seeking a solution to um, um, uh, their off and on battle with, uh, with their food addiction, came in looking for a spiritual solution to their Bye. spiritual 
thank you so much, to their spiritual malady that possibly people wouldn't struggle as much because there's nothing in the pantry that can fix me. There is only a spiritual solution in acceptance of, of life on life's terms. My benevolent power that I call my Lord and Savior wants me to be well. And he wants me to be well.